Hello and welcome to episode 197 of the HHH Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Howard Kravitz. We are here today for one of the most anticipated shows we have all year. Last year, this particular show ranked second, number two, only after the Kentucky Derby preview, as most watch shows. We're very happy today to talk about all the fantastic European entries in this year's Breeders' Cup with my good friend and friend of the podcast, Davey Lane, who's going to be with us from Liverpool, England, in just a few minutes. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. We'd really appreciate it. After you do that, hit that like button. That will tell YouTube this is a great show. There's also a notification bell. It is absolutely crucial that you hit that notification bell. I'll tell you why in just a minute. We have fantastic shows. We have five more live shows coming up just on the Breeders' Cup alone. You want to check that out. If you hit that notification bell, it'll tell you when new content will arrive. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter. You can see on the name tag, at H Kravitz. I'm going to be very active on Twitter in the next week, especially next weekend. I will be at the Breeders' Cup, and I'll be tweeting out pictures, videos, etc. Also, on the bottom of the screen, reach me by email hkravitzhorse at gmail.com. You can see it right there on the bottom of the screen. You can listen to us if you don't catch the videos. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Anchor. Please check that out. We also have Power Picks. This is a tip sheet. It's been very popular. It's very inexpensive. Do it right now. Subscribe to the Power Picks, and you can see, go through Patreon, look below the video player. It's only $15.99 the entire month. It's for 30 days. It's a 30-day subscription. And with that subscription comes two huge Breeders' Cup editions. And because it's only $4 a weekend, you're getting two huge Breeders' Cup editions for 4 bucks. That's it. Spot plays, price plays, maybe some roughies, some long shots, as Davey likes to say. We're going to bring out all the European vocabulary on tonight's show. So uh, you'll get a lot of interesting picks, horizontal plays, vertical plays. Please check out the power picks. You do not want to miss that. Also, we have a pick six syndicate. We are collecting money to play both pick sixes. There are $1 pick sixes on Friday and Saturday, the Breeders' Cup. We already have thousands of dollars people have sent in to uh, invest into our pick six. If you are interested in investing in our Pick 6 Syndicate, you can see there, email me at hkravitzhorse at gmail.com, and I will send you the information right away. This is an opportunity for a major score. Hope you join us on our Pick 6 team. And then finally, hhhracingpodcast.com is our excellent website. You can check out all the information on there. Before, last thing before we bring on Davey Lane, let me show the schedule uh, coming up, so everyone can see what's happening here on the show. So I'm going to go ahead and present this full screen. So as you can see, uh, our next show will be Monday. Seven, actually, we have a show tonight, to be honest, that is not a Breeders' Cup show. Check us out tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. You see that towards the middle of the screen. Uh, but at the top of the screen for Breeders' Cup shows, our next show is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're watching this in Europe, that's uh, 7 o'clock New York time. Uh, we're going to be talking about the post position draw as the gate draws will be assessed by that time. We'll talk about that. 
Uh, also Monday, I'm going to release a taped show about the BCBC contest, which is the biggest live money contest in the world. It's a $10,000 entry. And last year's winner, Matt Miller, and another excellent handicapper and previous winner, Marshall Graham, will be with me on that taped episode that I'm going to release on Monday. And then Tuesday and Wednesday next week, 8 o'clock Eastern time or New York time, uh, will be the Friday, Breeders' Cup Friday and Breeders' Cup Saturday previews with two excellent uh, guest handicappers, Justin Christine and Chad Schexnader. Ladies and gentlemen, we have this Breeders' Cup covered like a glove. I really hope you're going to join us for many of these fantastic podcasts. All right. Wow. Got through all the particulars. I think it's time to bring on a gentleman. I'm a big fan. I'm a fan. I'm a friend. I miss him also. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit when he comes on because we hope to have him over the summer. Uh, but anyway, this gentleman, I'll let him talk about himself, but he's very humble. All I can tell you is he's one of the best handicappers in the UK. He's won many betting contests. He's given us excellent information on this podcast uh, over the year and a half uh, plus that we've been in existence. Let's bring him on. He's with us live. It is after 11 o'clock. Uh, I think it's 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock local time in the UK. And he is so dedicated. He's been with us late from the UK. Let's bring him on. Our friend of the show, Davey Lane. Davey, how you doing, my friend? How you doing, Howard? Good to see you again. Great to see you. Davey, I, I talked a little bit. I just want to say on behalf of the HHH Racing Podcast, we miss you. We love you. We we wish you were here uh, for uh, Ascot, but you know, family issues got in the way. I know you had a very tough summer. You don't have to expound yeah. on it, but we were all thinking about you and uh, we're happy you're here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. So, Davey, Breeders' right. Cup, man. I might put on my new glasses here, man. I might, you might get a reflection, so I'm sorry to the viewers for that. No, that's man. okay. It's all good. If you Makes have any easy. questions, any questions on any of the Europeans for Davey Lane, he's an excellent handicapper. Of course, I've done my deep diving already. I'm ready to rock and roll with some video replays and talk about these horses. But any questions you have for Davey Lane, please make sure you put them in the chat. Now, Davey, as I said, this was our second highest show ever last year. We're going to have a lot of people watching the show that can't watch it live. So I will say also, if you have any questions, put them below the video player. If you don't have a chance to watch us live, any questions below the video player. And Davey, you and I will look below the video player on YouTube in the next few days and try yeah. to answer as many questions as possible for people that do not have a chance to watch us live. Um, we already have Trish Smith, who Davey might remember, a big fan of the show from Lexington, who's very excited to have you here. She says two horses running Friday she's really interested in are Lady Hollywood and Midnight Mile. I know you're yeah. definitely interested in one of those. Really curious to hear what your opinion is and what price uh, you think they will be. So Davey will talk about those two. Yeah. Penn State Scott is also here. Wants to give us another winner. Maybe, I don't know yeah. about a 60, 60 to 1 like Ray Shoon, but we'll, yeah. we'll do the best we can. Uh, Davey, yeah. uh, before we get into particulars about certain horses, what's your general yeah. thought about the horses coming over to America for this year's Breeders' Cup? Uh, it's, it's what you have to, you have to realize it's when you say Euros, I mean, it's basically just the UK and Irish. There's only one French entry. And further afield, there are only one Japanese entry. There's no Africans and there's no, um, well, there are maybe a couple of South Americans have joined on with uh, US trainers. So it's not necessarily the most cosmopolitan of the uh, Breeders' Cups. They're usually in California, I sense, uh, sure. where the ground is guaranteed. 
and uh, the Asians can get there easier. But nevertheless, it's uh, as usual. It'll be a good competition, um, and I, I think the Euros are going to be are going to be are going to be strong this year. Probably because in the turf races, the Americans, at least on paper, look weak, but they don't run the race on paper. They run the races on the grass. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't we know? So, I mean, so there we go. Uh, and you can only go through and look for clues. I mean, I generally try to look for, you know, snippets of information, almost like maybe a, a police detective looking through the long grass, you know, with a, <laughs> with a, with a situation, you know, and as opposed to looking at the straight the straight up form and and then find an angle that way and and that can be all sorts of things it can be throwaway comments by a trainer it can be it can be any number of things and um, and that's why you need a good media to um, to get into it which is kind of what what you've been doing uh, and what I and I lean more often now to the Australian and the Asian racing because I feel like I get better media no disrespect to the UK and American ones but I feel they're more thorough and um, so when you call me a UK punter, I mean, my God, I mean, at this particular moment in time, half my brain is in Australia, you know, like, <laughs> you know, I, I like to be in Australia. I always want to go there. Yeah, um, yeah. Davey, we, we have a, a wide variety of people that watch this show. We have beginners and novice players. We also have very experienced players. Yeah. For the players that are not too familiar overall with European racing, I think it's fair to say that the trainers that us American betters would like to when we look at the program to really focus on would be Charles Appleby, especially, and also Aiden O'Brien. Would you agree with that in general? Yeah, in general, in general, that's, that's, that's clearly the truth. They're the, they're the two behemoth stables. Yeah. One representing, Absolutely. you know, Sheikh Mohammed of Dubai and the other representing, you know, a, a, an Irish uh, horse owning syndicate, which is as powerful as many nations really. I mean, these guys, these guys know what they're doing, you know. And then in terms of jockeys, we don't know exactly who's coming over, but tell the American betters who aren't familiar with uh, some of the European jockeys, some of the better ones to look out for that will most likely be coming to Kentucky. Well, we, 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 it's hard to know because jockey bookings aren't confirmed, but some some horses have got jockeys already already lined up. For example, Frankie Dottori has booked on many different horses already, and if you, that information is out there, and he's... You know he's arguably the best there's ever been, uh, and he's still riding. Uh, one of the things I love about Dottori is that when I was a kid, you know my grandmother, my uncle, you know long gone now, but he was riding when they were sort of watching the TV and the racing. So I still feel a connection to them, you know, with Dottori. You know his his yeah. name would be shouted. So it's the fact that he's still going around is is soothing for me. You know, um, uh, Chris Smith suggests maybe we try to make the Melbourne Cup. We 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 still have time, Davey. <laughs> yeah, to get yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it, I, I'd love to go. I've never been to Mel. I've been to Australia a few times, but never yeah. Melbourne. And uh, it's a great, a great day out by all accounts. That, that's a bucket list trip for me. All right, David. We got a lot of horses to talk about. We have a lot of people. Everyone, get your paper and pencils out and your pens yeah. and ready to rock yeah. and roll. And of course, uh, you can always watch this as a, as a replay. We're going to try yeah. to show some video. We're not going to show as much videos last year, Davey, uh, for yeah. for certain reasons. But we are going to show some replays, some videos. I have some up on the screen. Um, there are video replays on uh, breederscup.com. Uh, everyone, everyone in the world can check those out. I also, I'm gonna get some um, replays from Niver Bets, uh, which is an excellent uh, betting site here in the United States. Go ahead, David. One thing, one thing I wanted to add was that the weather in the UK right now has probably been the warmest October, mildest October I've, I can recall. 
Uh, and that probably affects horses in terms of their mental health and their coats and what have you. Uh, they'll often come out to a, a breeder's cup after having about two weeks of like, um, you know, see your own breath in the barn cold and damp coming through the walls. And then they go off and fly off to the States. You know, they're leaving right now kind of thinking it's still summer. So I, I think that's probably an advantage. Uh, oh, that's interesting. We'll, well, the see. weather in Kentucky uh, has been extremely warm and generally speaking dry. They are expecting some rain in Kentucky this weekend, about a half an inch. And then next week, Davey, it looks like early spring. It looks unbelievably good in, in right. Lexington, Kentucky. It looks like as of now, 70 and sunny. Uh, the turf is not going to be firm, firm because it's November yeah. in Kentucky. But it would yeah. be, I would say, as as the Euros are considered good, it's going to be good. Yeah. There's going to be a little bit of cushion in it yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah. But it is not going to be super wet. And I know we're going to talk about a bunch of horses here, Davey, that would prefer soft ground. I'm not sure they're going to get it next weekend. Right, right, and well, and maybe a surprise Absolutely. to connections, and uh, we'll see. I mean, yeah. an interesting one. There's been some scratches already. Saffron Beach is out, and I thought that needed firm ground, so I was surprised that that's out. And uh, okay. Bayside also. Yeah, those so. are two big scratches. Uh, Saffron Beach was a first call to the Philly Mare Turf, and second yeah. preference to the Mile. But according to Davy Saffron, and I just literally everyone just walked home as it's. Uh, 4.15 here, Chicago time. Literally just walked home from work here. So yeah. I apologize. I'm not up to date on the news today. But Saffron Beach is out. And then Bayside Boy, who was very impressive in the mile, beating modern mm. games, is also out. So those are two big scratches that we'll uh, yeah. we'll talk about later in the card. All yeah, right. I mean, yeah, go. No, no, Let's go. please go ahead. No, I mean, well, one of the final wider point, I hear a lot of people, particularly on your on your show, talk about odds checker. Uh, as a way of referencing things. And I think what you have to realize is that the market action in the UK is very negligible at the moment. Uh, okay. Any moves are not necessarily because of the betting, but adjustments by the traders. And what you have to realize is that each of the English bookmakers, they will have a, a team of traders who come up with a tissue, what they call a tissue, which is in essence a morning line. And any adjustments or changes that you see in these early stages are probably these guys peeking at each other's homework and saying, well, my God, what have we got wrong here? Let's adjust this. Uh, so the British markets can be very opaque. And just because you see a change or a horse cut doesn't necessarily mean there's been money put into the, into, into the, on the horse. It can be bookies playing double games with you. They can be, you know, they can be enticing you. They can be wanting you to get money on. They could be drawing you in. So you have to, people have to realize that people in the states talk about the British books as a reflection of market activity, and often close to the race it is, but many times it isn't, and you have to be aware of that. You know they're they're up to something else sometimes, you know, and they're not they're not they're not always showing the money. It's not a paramutual, you know. They have reasons yes. for cutting and, and lengthening horses, you know. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, it's something you, yeah, you got to dance on your toes. You got to be familiar with what's going on with some of the overseas pricing. Uh, Davey, let's jump into the races. And we're going to go in chronological order of the races. We are probably not going to talk about every single European uh, that's running next weekend, but we are going to touch on the main ones. We're going to try right. to show some replays. And we're going to help you folks at home sort of uh, differentiate between some of the horses that might seem obvious, maybe some sneaky long shots or ruppies per se uh, that are coming over uh, that might escape some of the United States um, betters in the betting market. Dave, let's go right to the first race uh, of the Breeders' Cup card on Friday uh, that's going to involve Breeders' Cup races, which is the Juvenile Turf Sprint. And the first horse I want to talk about, I'm going to bring up 
some past performances on the screen, Davy, and then of course we're also going to show some video replays. This horse right here, the Platinum Queen, is quite a story, Davy. I'll let you briefly talk about her. Um, she is most likely going to be the favorite, or one of the certainly one of the top favorites uh, in the betting market uh, anywhere, whether it be here or overseas or commingled pools. This is a yeah. fantastic filly and a great story. Yeah, and deserves to be favorite, and currently is about five to two. Uh, it's a two-year-old that's ran in, 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 in races against older horses, getting a stone or weight more, you know, like 14, 15 pounds more, and, um, and winning impressively uh, with, with an up-and-coming, well, no, no longer up-and-coming, but with one of Britain's top jockeys, Holly Doyle, uh, riding. Um, mm -hmm. It's a fast horse. I mean, this, you know, uh, it's definitely one of the three main contenders out of the six Euros. I've, narr I've narrowed it down to three, that's for sure. Um, okay, let's go ahead and show. I'm going to show the Platinum Queen here. Let me take the banner off. Uh, this is when she won the, the Prix de la Bay uh, right. long shop. I know it's hard to see. She's this horse right over here, all the right. way on the right side of the screen there. And she had the lead the whole way. I guess the question, Davey, for a lot of these zeros and turf sprints, there is a lot of very fast Americans in this race. I don't know how good they are, but they're mm -hmm. fast early. Can the Platinum Queen you know, keep up and, and uh, not be too far off the pace, I think is going to be one of the major questions. Yeah, I, 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 I don't have her as the winner. I, I think the American, the hustle and bustle will probably affect the horse. I think the race at Longchamp was in very soft conditions. That mm -hmm. probably has impacted the horse more than they'll let on, I think. It's owned by a syndicate, a very good syndicate, um, which means it'll, ha it'll have multiple owners who are all um, racing people with regular jobs, like you know you and I. It's not the uh, it's not the you know the the sheiks and the oligarchs who own this horse. Right. So, right. Uh, and that's a good story, and it's good to cheer for. Uh, I just fear that the horse. I've I've seen it before. You know, a, a you know a, a younger horse. You know, r you know, running against elders. Uh, they, they, they could have got they they, they 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 could have gone for the for the for the um, turf sprint but they've gone yeah. back to the juvenile turf sprint so so maybe that's smart maybe they're maybe they're just trying to cut the cloth accordingly so but i still well, think she beat, it's as davy just said she beat elders in that race yeah. which here in the states is you know unheard of okay. a two-year-old beating yeah. elders but she did it very well um again i, I want everyone to notice on the screen here this time form rating again, Davey. I'm sort of leaning towards people who may not be as familiar that are watching. But this time form rating is a generally world renowned, acceptable rating of how fast these horses are. You see 201s. And let me put us both on screen. Yeah. In general, everyone, this is a generalization. But those of you that are, uh, are very, have a good understanding of the buyer figures, which is, of course, popular here in the United States, the time form ratings in general are 15 to 20 points more so you can subtract anywhere you know ballpark figure between 15 and 20 points from that time form rating if you believe in that that puts platinum queen around the low to mid 80s so that's an yeah. important number to think about when you see the buyers of the americans David. which is impressive for a two-year-old right i mean this is yes. what no you know two-year-olds who become kentucky derby favorites are aren't in the uh, mid 80s or or the ones that are are just in the in the mid 80s correct and then they and yes. then they rise from there so yeah, yeah. now uh, another another um horse there's two horses i want to talk about next in this race because one of them i'm very interested i want to talk about dramatized and love reigns 
drama love reigns is not an american excuse me he's not a euro uh love reigns is trained by wesley ward but dramatize is a two-year-old filly i'm going to bring up this just the end of the replay of the ascot race davy and you can yeah. talk it through a little bit i will point out because there are a lot of horses here i will yeah. point out of course uh the, who these horses are love reigns is right here. This is the Wesley Ward train horse. This was an Ascot and the Queen Mary. So this right. was in June. And dramatizes his gray horse right here, who is a, it looks to me, it might be more of a closer, Davey, a come from behind that might be uh, a filly that could be one to watch out for as a price uh, on uh, Breeders' Cup weekend. What do you think of dramatize right here in the gray? Well, I, I like, I like dramatized. I, I, it's, it's, it's clearly been the plan. Maybe it's the plan because the owning the the connections Clipper Logistics, who are again not fully a, a not a syndicate in the same way the uh, Platinum Queen Syndicate are, but maybe a small, uh, you know, more uh, narrow bunch of owners. They like coming to the states. They bring horses to the states quite often. So um, this has been their target probably since Ascot, probably since this race. So the fact that the weather is good. And this horse won on good to firm. It probably puts a, puts a horse in there, I would say. Um, but do you know, but you've got, do you've you got know why the do you know why the, this horse has been off? That's my only concern. That this horse has a lot of stops and starts, which you don't usually mm -hmm. see for a good European. They haven't raced since August. Have you? Has this horse just slow to develop? Was there some little nicks, little injuries? Have you heard I, anything? I, I I I can vaguely recall a. The, uh, 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 minor issues, but no, nothing, nothing significant. And the okay. trainers, the trainers, a, a, an unheralded northern trainer, quite judicious and careful, very good. I mean, he was banned a few years ago, but that was just because he took money from a from a gambler about something, and he, he did his time. He was banned from the game for a year or two, but okay. he's, he's generally a, he's generally a good guy. No, I don't think he's a needle guy. So. Um, okay. We, yeah, we've yeah. never heard of needle, David. We've never heard of needle guys over here in the states. We don't have those yeah. here. <laughs> the other thing, David, I want to point out that's going to be a theme, and I'd love yeah. to hear your commentary on this. A lot of these uh, horses coming over are getting a big weight breaks. You see, dramatized for a two-year-old filly was running, yeah. you know, with 128 pounds, 131, and she's yeah. been running for 119. How right. much do you value weight? I mean, this is only five and a half. You know, furlongs. Uh, this is only you know, what eleven hundred meters versus you know yeah. maybe a longer risk that's two thousand meters. How do you yeah. value weight in general? I, I I think I I mean if it's three pounds, it does it 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 doesn't impact me. But anything with six and above, I think, is significant. I mean, if okay. you only have to lift a, a dumbbell yourself, that's ten pounds, and realize how heavy it is. I mean, it's yeah, it's not insignificant. So, you know, and. Um, but it depends on the horse too, and I think one of the failings of Western racing, UK and US racing, is the failure to give the punters, the horse players, the actual weights of the horses. You know, you want to yes. know, you know, if a horse is having to carry more, but it's a it's a six hundred, uh, you know, pound beast. I mean, you have to know these things. There are I some mean, tracks that do that. I know yeah. for for those people that don't know, mo in general, the average thoroughbred is about a thousand pounds. I don't know how many stones that is, Davey. Sorry, I don't yeah. look at version yeah. there. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, Davey, there's two other horses. I'm not going to show any replays here, but I know you're very interested in two others. Um, and that'd be Persian Force and also um, uh, Mischief. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm drawing the, the blank on the name. Yeah, uh, well, I, I, yeah, sorry, I, I, Mischief, I, I, uh, Mischief Magic and also Persian Force. Your thoughts on those two? 
Well, I'll, let, 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 me, let me start with a, a throwaway quote from uh, Charlie Appleby, so-called throwaway quote. He said, uh, when interviewed about his horse's chances, uh, and I quote, the two-year-olds will be the ones with the question marks. Okay? Mm, okay. Now, I took that very seriously because someone like Charlie Appleby, he's, he's a straight shooter. You know, everything he says is usually on the money. Now, when he says something like that to me, I think he's I think he's warning me not to get not to get carried away with all of the recent wins in the States and so on. And what you have to realize with Godolphin, as much as you think it's Charlie Appleby making the decisions on major international festivals, as surprising as this may seem, it'll be Sheikh Mohammed making the decision about which horses are traveling. You, you can bet your bottom dollar on that. Now, if Appleby turns around and says, well, these horses probably don't win, they'll, they'll be competitive, Mohammed, he'll want them there because it's not necessarily about winning for him. It's about participation. It's about, for a lot of the Gulf states, what you have to realize, it's about relevance. They want to be considered relevant. They live in a sort of fear of the big powers around the world, the Persians, the Saudis, and they want to maintain that the fact that they're relevant. And, and that's why they invest in horse racing and so on and go on the carriage with the queen and do things. So for me, the two two-year-olds from Godolphin, I'm tossing. And I'm tossing them, not necessarily on the book and the figures, but on Appleby's comment. Because I think Appleby's I think Appleby's told me something there. And I'm taking so them at his word. You'll be tossing uh, Mischief Magic, and then that means you're also uh, tossing... Um, I'm sorry. Well, but not later on. Oh, later on. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about Persian Force just a bit, and then we're going to move on. This is a Richard Hannon, who's an excellent trainer, this horse looks very live to me, cutting back a little bit in distance. Yeah, it's cutting back. I mean, this has gone six furlongs all the time. Uh, I think initially five furlongs, but the cut back to five and a half is perfect. The horse has, the horse could have been uh, a winner of every race it ran in this year. It's been very, very competitive. I mean, if it's uh -huh. been, it's been there all the time, with the exception of that beast, uh, the little big bear in the in Ireland. But otherwise, the horse is competitive and it's there. And I think it's the racing is good for it. One 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 issue would be Hannon. Hannon is notorious for for not traveling horses well. I mean, they there's a technique of uh, he's good domestically. He pops over on the over the water to Doville or maybe to Dublin, but you know he doesn't really travel to Dubai. And any time his him or his father have gone to the states, it's been disasters. So mm. I think they've tried to do something about that. And I would hope they've got it right. I mean, um, it's a it's a cozy it's a cozy stadium. And the Queen of England had once said, I think, to Hannon himself, that she likes before she passed that she always liked to visit her horses at the uh, Hannon Yard because it was the only yard that didn't feel like it had been painted just the day before she arrived. <laughs> you know, so so it's that kind of place. You know, old school. Yeah, yeah, it's old school, and I and I kind of like it. So uh, so my sympathies are there. I've got a feeling uh, that. He's he's confident about it, and uh, I, I, I'm behind the horse. Now, one other dynamic is the horse ownership. You have to be aware of the prerogatives of the owners here. The owner has put in another horse with a different trainer into the race. Um, uh, da, 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 da. What would that be? Lady Hollywood. Yeah. Right? Now, Trish, Trish was asking about this horse. Go yeah. Ahead. Now, I don't, I don't rate this horse's chances, but I, th I think the horse is there because the owner wants – a, to take another horse out of the race if he's got one of his own. I mean, that's, you know, logical. If the horse meets the criteria and it gets in, it may not be a winning chance, but it stops another and stops a dark horse from another an, another barn coming into the into the mix. 
I mean, uh, and and the and the the owner's a, the owner's an interesting character. I mean, he's not uh, he's a former uh, well, he's a bit of a soccer football soccer uh, yeah. wheeler dealer, you know. So okay, he gets in fights with his jockeys, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I think I think this is his, I, th I think this is his best horse. And Dottori was booked a long time ago for the horse. So really? this, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this so says a lot. Against this horse, though. Huh? No, Persian horse. I'm, I'm for Persian horse. I'm against Lady Hollywood. Right. But I'm for Can you talk Persian about horse. your top three, Davey? That you the top have three top was, euros top, in this race. The top three euros: Persian force, dramatized, platinum queen. Those wow, are the so top three. So you really think I, I'm a, you? You believe in dramatized? I do also. I think she's got a shot. Yeah, she's got a shot. I mean, I I almost can't split them. But if, if, if listen, if Platinum Queen is five to two and Persian Force is ten to one, you know, I, okay. I'm on Persian Force all day long. You know, is uh, my last question? Like I said, there's a lot of early speed. You know, it's hard to tell by the form. You can watch yeah. races. Is your my feeling is dramatized can come from behind. You see, I saw like Lady Hollywood. When you look in the short comments, yeah. it says yeah. prominent went to the lead. These horses are not as fast as Speedboat Beach for Baffert or Tyler's yeah. Trap. I mean, there are some very fast horses from from the, the states early. I've got to yeah. believe if a Euro wins, even if it's Persian Force, they're going to be coming from behind and quicken in that final sixteenth. Is that your feeling, Davey? I'm not sure. I, I, I I'm not okay. sure. I'm not sure if Dramatized is a closer either. I mean, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, okay, I, I, think, I think I think you've got to get used to the fact that these hot these uh, wide wide lane Ascot races. I mean, they're they're, yeah. they're hard to compare with these curved, you know, coming around the okay. side of the track. All, All right, right, let's get on to the next race, uh, the Juvenile Phillies Turf. Now, the next again, the next race on Friday is the Juvenile Phillies. But ladies and gentlemen, we're not covering races that Euros are not in. Let's go to the Juvenile uh, Phillies Turf. There's a horse, Davey, that you know called Blue Rose Sun that would have been a big favorite in my opinion. Yeah. I would yeah. have singled that horse. I thought Blue Rose Sun would have been a complete standout in that race. Unfortunately, she got injured and it is not coming. Uh, there are some nice Euros uh, coming over, though, despite that. And there's two that I want to talk about specifically. Uh, Meditates, who I think is getting a lot of uh, getting a little buzz here in the States, and also Midnight Mile. We can certainly talk about others. I'm gonna let you run the show. Uh, who would you like to talk about first in the juvenile Phillies turf? Well, well, first of all, I would have been talking about Neverending Story, but that's also a scratch. Oh, that's that's new. Okay, I had her listed down. I really, I didn't fancy her very much for Aiden O'Brien. Yeah. I don't know how you felt. Yeah. I, I didn't either. I think she was too okay. keen over seven, and she emptied out over eight. Uh, yeah, she was neither fish nor fowl. I wasn't interested at all. Meditate. Let's very... go with your top choice. I'm gonna let you. I have a, a sort of an order here, but you know what? That yeah. doesn't seem right to me. So I'll just let yeah. you talk about who you'd like to mention, and I'll bring up free plays as we go along. The clear class horse for me is is uh, Meditate, by far. It's to me, it's probably the most, probably the best Euro on making the trip over, in my opinion. Um, uh, you mean on, on Friday or the whole weekend? The whole weekend. I think it's the best. Wow. Euro. Yeah. Wow, Davey Lane, yeah. a big fan of Meditate. Okay, let's talk yeah. about this two-year-old filly by No Name you know, Never. No Name Never, yeah. I mean, it's been beaten narrowly in its group ones and ran very well on both occasions. It was a super easy with facile winner at Royal Ascot. Uh, it, it, it was, it's been, it's been lined, it was being lined up to be O'Brien's top filly. And sometimes he doesn't bring them, but he's bringing it this, this time, I think because it narrowly missed out on the group ones, and he and he wants to put that in the cupboard, you know. So, um, 
and 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 that's why he's going. I think what you also have to look at is who who else is going from from that operation. Now with 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 never ending story out, that leaves one other by Joseph O'Brien. And if you think Joseph O'Brien and Aidan O'Brien are, you know, different state are different stables, well, sort of, but you know, the ownership <laughs> of of, of, ba- of Basil or Basil Martini is uh, the wives of Magnia and Shanahan, the, you know, part of the crew. Yes. I, I mean, and that horse to me is riding shotgun for Meditate. I mean, that's why it's been entered. It, it, it's met the criteria to get in the race, but it's going to be there. It likes to set, it likes, it likes to make all. So hopefully it'll go, go and string them out as best he can. So Meditate doesn't get boxed in. I think that's the main reason. And I think they were okay, deciding. So I, maybe I just want to make this clear that, that you're saying, uh, as we say in the States, a rabbit. You're suggesting that Basil Martini will be a rabbit and sort of automatically go to lead and try to set up for Meditate, who will be better sort of with a target. Is that fair to say? Correct. Correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's, meditate that's getting the mile, Davey. Any concerns about the mile distance for Meditate? Uh, not, not, not for me. I mean, uh, okay. I, think it's, I think it's bred for that and bred for further. Uh, okay. And, uh, and the, ground, the ground will help. Um, uh, now, Midnight Mile, I know is a horse, Davey, that you're interested. I am fascinated with this horse. I don't know if she classes up. What are your opinions of Midnight uh, Mile? Uh, no, and no, I'm going to show the video replay of the Oh So Sharp because yeah. she had to study, and I think it was a sneaky bad trip, and she was very impressive to me. Yeah, okay, well, all right. No, you, you disagree. <laughs> I, 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 I don't agree. I don't agree. I won't be okay. touching this horse with a 10-foot pole, no. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I do want to show the replay, though, anyway. Um, yeah. Show so it. Actually, show it. you know what, Davey? It's going to take me a little time to get that up. Uh, who do yeah. you fancy other than Midnight what? Mile? And to me, to me that Midnight Mile in the Oso Sharp, you know, which was a, an, a, it came from a, a nothing race it's in its maiden. So they threw it in and it won. I'm not sure that strength of the field. Okay. The horse the horse kind of kind of was trying to figure out what to do and eventually came between horses and won, but it didn't win sort of going away. It won in... All right, it wasn't a bunch, but it was almost a bunch finish. Um, it's a small potatoes owner for a good good Yorkshire trainer, a good northern trainer. Uh, but the, I think it's a lady owner. It doesn't have many horses. I think it's a trip for the it's a trip for the for the owner myself. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 and the media like to promote these when they see it, and you know the media, are, a lot of the British media are owned by the bookies anyway. So I, I you have to be very careful. <laughs> I mean, this is this is a cynical side of me coming out but you know no, when that's I hear okay people, we want we listen i want your opinions i mean if yeah, I, when i hear people talking about it and i look at it and i'm like well i don't see that at all you know i mean you know so um there was a particular move that she made that and i like i like the chifahi horses you see it's got the white cap has it got the white cap Is yeah this the it's right here right here on the inside and she's yeah. got like study, right here she studies right and so right. it comes to the outside and then yeah. makes this nice you're gonna see this horse split right here she yeah. still had to wait I think that's the horse. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah she comes yeah. right here. This, this is this is a nice move to me. I could be wrong, but this yeah. is impressive to me. Yeah, yeah. She's the five yeah. here on the inside. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, she won in. It was a a little bunch. It wasn't a big bunch of five, but there was kind of like two others kind of there. She's strong yeah. through the line. I don't know, David. Maybe at a price. Yeah. I thought she was interesting. Right. Uh, you know. Maybe underneath, as they say in the states, but I I, I don't think it has the class of okay. meditate. Who else do you fancy in this race, Davey? Anyone else? Uh, well, I I think you have to keep keep your eye on a couple of things with. Uh, I, I haven't really touched the American types, but just uh, Spirit Gal 
One will have to talk about this for a minute. This is a Fipke owned horse, Canadian guy. That's yes. unusual. He sometimes has um, horses running in Dubai for Doug Watson and other people. Yes. Now, what's unu another unusual factor of it is Shamie Heffernan, the Coolmore number two, the Ballydoyle number two, sorry. He's ridden the horse three times. Uh, he's won with it. And the last race he won at Dundalk, have you got the? Have you got it up there? He he was the head of a uh, um, a Bally Doyle horse. Yeah, I don't so, have that video. I don't have that replay. Yeah, you don't have to have that video, but he was impressive in that race. Okay. Now he's a long shot, and he hasn't run since Dundalk, and that's a synthetic track and so on. Yes. And, and I'm not saying he's a winner, but I would really like to see who is booked for the for the race. You know. Okay. Yes. Yeah, she Will she be, and make the trip over just to ride a horse? For a major Canadian owner that that isn't his employer, or okay. will they be forced to put the? I'd be curious about how that works out. I mean, you can't really say what's going to happen until you know all of that particular detail. Sure. So. Yeah, she beat Cairo, who's going to be running in the uh, juvenile fillies with the boy, or excuse me, the juvenile uh, boys race, which we're going to talk about in just a minute. Next. So yeah. basically, Davey, the the moral of the story is we move on. You're you're all about meditate in this race in terms of the Euros. You think she's going to be very tough to beat? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. Let's go on uh, to the next race. I got a lot of clicking, a lot of buttons in front of me here, Davey. We have yeah. a lot of people watching, by the way, live, and it is earlier in the uh, later in the afternoon. We realize a lot of people are still at work and whatnot. Greatly appreciate everyone watching live. Please make sure you put comments in the chat. We don't have a lot of comments right now, Davey, because people are tuned in. They're mm. locked in. Is that everything <laughs> that we're saying here? So especially yeah, okay. you, maybe no. not me. Uh, no. Let's go to the next race on Friday that I want to focus on, which yeah. is going to be uh, the Juvenile Turf. Right. Uh, this is for the boys. I'm going to go ahead and switch it over here. Uh, this is a race that usually the Euros do very well in. Yeah. I'm curious to hear what you have to say about uh, this race as I flip over my own notes. There's a horse in this race, Davey. And I, I, I like I said, I did my deep dive in my research as yeah. well before yeah. you're on the show. And you can confirm this. I, I sent you a DM. I yeah. talked to you about Silver Knot about 48 hours ago. And yeah. I basically just said, bad favorite, question yeah. mark. And you said, absolutely. You and yeah. I are both against this horse that will most likely uh, be the possibly the favorite. Talk yeah. a little about Silver Knot and why you're slightly against this horse, who's going to well, uh, take a lot of money in the market. Bearing in mind what I said about Appleby and the two-year-olds earlier. So put that in the back of your head of what I okay. said. Now, now follow that up with the actual, the actual franking of the form. When that that horse's most recent victory, um, the horses that were around him subsequently ran against the hot pot from O'Brien's yard in the Vertum Futurity, the sort of basically the last big two-year race of the season, flat race, and were beaten out of sight. So that me put Silver Knot in the sort of back in the pack. And uh, and that's a re and that's the reason why Appleby said there's a question. So okay. you know, on on the form being frank through the, probably the bet the better two year old this year, Silver Knot's nowhere. Therefore, it's in a pack with a bunch of others. So what are the bunch of others? Well, you'll have to look at what the Americans are, which I haven't quite gone deep on. But then I looked at the O'Briens. Now, the higher in the market of the O'Briens is Cairo, and I was kind of like not really impressed with Cairo it was put in its place by spirit gal at Dundalk. Um, it won a subsequent group three, but slow time. All right. It was autumn ground, but I wasn't impressed with the gallop out so much. And Dave, then I, I, could, if I could just interrupt you, Davey. This is, yeah. 
This is now. I, um, this horse wants firm ground. I think that's pretty. This is Silver Knot right here in this yeah. three-horse race at Doncaster. Uh, this was not a great effort, but the ground was soft. So it's. I'm, yeah. I'm showing this, Davy, because I think it's pretty clear to me that this horse, who's sort of like a heavy, I don't. I'm yeah. not sure this horse has like a big turn of foot. This horse yeah. is more like grindy type to me. That yeah. I think this horse is going to be much better on firm. So if it's firm, I think you can upgrade Silver Knot. If there's some yeah. give in the ground. I think that's going to hurt Silvernout's chances. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it doesn't look like a a, a type that can go around corners that that that, that well either. So uh, okay, I might not like the turns. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, who do you fancy I, in this race, uh, Davey? Well, well, there's only one up. There's only one left. And I sent you some screenshots earlier uh, yeah. related to this. I don't know if you've got them or you can show um, them. I do. You sent them through uh, DMs, is that right? We can, yeah. Uh, I can I'll, pull I'll, that up. Go ahead, yeah, keep I'll, talking, and I'll pull those up. Yeah. Pull those up. They were on the on the Gmail. I sent them to you. Yes. Okay. Uh, and there's a re there's a reason I sent them to you. There's two two, two races. One at Deauville and one at Chanty. And you you, you know they may be slightly fuzzy, but you'll get the point because I'll point something out. I'll point sure. something out in those two particular photographs. Um, okay. Let me uh let me pull these up here. I'm going to bring them over on the screen. I think they're just going to pop up. Yeah. Here we go. Screen. Great. Excellent. Here, this we is one of them, and then we can talk about the other one. Let's as well. let's talk about this one. If you look. To the horse on the left-hand side of the screen, as you look, the the second the second one, this one right here. here, yeah. Okay. Now what what's right that here. horse doing? That horse is uh, breaking out of the gate like a scalded cat. Yeah. Yes. Right. Can you can yes. see that? Right. Broke very well. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now, if you, have you got the next one? I do. Uh, hold on one second. There you go, sir. Yeah. Right here. Right. Yeah. And who's this breaking out of the gate like a scalded cat? Ashanti in this subsequent race. Yep, that's Victoria Road. That's Victoria Road. Right here. Now this yes, is, this has to be noted because you know it's a common uh, lazy sort of uh, you know saying, and it's 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 a truism probably. You know the the Euros don't break well, but this horse breaks. This horse breaks well, and yes. more than the gate speed, which is super important. The horse can rate you. You the horse follows the instructions. Whether it was Mendisabal. Or, or I think it was Ryan Moore on the other on the other occasion. Yes. The horse follows instructions, and the horse didn't bolt away and run too over keen or, or 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 waste its energy. It just nestled back into about third along the rail and waited for further instructions. So that's another thing to like about it. And finally, when the horse gets into the horse racing time of the of the race in the final sort of furlong, furlong and a half. The eyeball-to-eyeball eyeball moment. I don't know if you could get either of those two races up from the France Gallo site. You, you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, the, I'm, working horse, on, I'm working on one of them that I want to get up. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Try to get that up. Because when that horse sees another horse, I mean, you can see it. If you're a horse player, you can see how these horses react to some other horse around it. And it wants to win, you know? Uh, now, ultimately, whether it's good enough, I don't know. But the breeding's good enough. It's by Saxon Warrior. And that's our old friend Deep Impact's uh, mm. uh, son. So this is Deep. I mean, and this is, here we go. Yeah, we've got it. Here we go. Right here. Boom. Wow. You see that? Yeah. Now, you see I'll also go ahead and bring it forward a little bit here. Yeah, but well, you see also we'll how relaxed. let it play through. Uh, she's, uh, he's right here. Go ahead. Yeah, but you see how relaxed the horse got straight away? Yes. It bolted and it relaxed because it followed the instructions. Now, if you keep, you keep, you keep looking, you know, we're at Deauville, yeah. This would be Mendisabal riding. He's the Basque rider. He's, he, he, rode, uh, he often rides for the uh, Irish over in, in France. 
<clears throat> comes up the uh, on the rail side here. Yeah, yeah. And there's a horse that th this is Boulevard Cien, by the way, I believe, Davey. Yeah, 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 exactly. And when when Victoria Road sees, just just go right there, extends out again. Exactly, twice it extended out when it got a, when it got a look. And here's the gallop out. And this is a, you know this is a competitor. This is a fighter, right, Davey? That's yeah. what you're trying to say, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. And it's reaching for the line. Look, it yeah, wasn't going to be strong through the wire. I am absolutely fascinated with this horse. Before you even said anything, Davey, last thing before I move on. Victoria Road is did something very unusual. It's coming off a nine furlong race, which is which is quite long for its two year old. Um, the other thing, which I like actually, the other thing I like, if you look at Victoria Road's past performances, Davey, you see yeah. uh, he raced at, at Nas, and then ten days later at Goring Park, then yeah. ten days later. That, by the way, that was on my birthday. So how do I not yeah. take a horse who won on my birthday? And yeah. then was given a month at Chantee. And that was off for more than a month. So Ada Bryan has had plenty of time to let this yeah. horse recover from that uh, very uh, long-distance win last night. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, so and, uh, I, the bottom is there is what I'm trying to say. Distance yeah. is definitely not an issue with this horse at all. Distance not an issue. It fights. It doesn't. It won't have a gait issue. Uh, you know, it's malleable, pliant to the jockey's, it, it's pliant to the jockey's demands. But what's not to like, you know? Um, I, I think this horse, and you're going to get a price too. Do you know what? Do you know what Victoria Road is in the market? I think last night we had a show. I think we saw twelve to one here in the states yeah, it, or something. Around well, there. I've taken twice. I, I took it at eight to one on my regular book that I use online, okay. uh, but it was fourteen to one in another one. So I paid a visit to a shop today. So. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. And yeah. rumor has it, Dave, you played a little bit of a parlay where you yeah. could use Victoria Road. That's so I've heard. There's a rumor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. a rumor. Yeah. All yeah. right, Dave, let's go on the Saturday races. I'm let's, sorry, let's this is you want to add. Yeah, well, we have to remember there's a the case of jockey bookings now. Ryan Moore is either going to be on Victoria Road or Cairo. Now, I wouldn't let I wouldn't let I wouldn't let that booking put you off. It could be it could be anything. There was a period of time when Ryan Moore, after having a really good purple patch, just at that moment when he was like, you know, not, nothing could go wrong, he often got put on horses that were the sort of second string. And I you have to remember that the, the Irish guys here, these guys are gamblers. So, you know, I thought they were up to a few tricks there myself. And and I think subsequently people have blamed Ryan Moore and said his, he's out of form or so on. But I think he ultimately turned around to them and said, listen, you know, play the odd little game now and again, but don't do this every other week. You know, like I want to win some group ones. That's what I'm in for. You know, so I think I think they got the message because he's. He's consistently more on the top horse now and again. But that doesn't mean they'll pull a fast one and throw him on a horse. We'll have a second string jockey on Victoria Road and the horse will go off a bigger price. And the guys who own the horse will be, well, they have suitcases of dollar bills at the, in Kentucky. Right. I mean, this is how they operate, you know. Real quick, so, how do you feel about Cairo real quick, Davey? I mean, I, I think it was put in its place by Spirit Gal in Dundalk. Uh, it came back to win a group three, but a weak group three in a slow okay. time. Softer ground. So, so uh, you know. I'm all, all all in on Victoria Road, but there you go. I mean, that's okay. the long shot play, you know. Very important question for my good friend Matt Miller, and of course, David Matt Miller won the BCBC big contest last year, over six hundred thousand dollars. I'm going to read it, Davey, because we have people that are going to be yeah. listening on yeah. our platforms later. The question from Matt Miller is, Davey, you've made some really compelling cases for Victoria Road and Meditate. How do you get over O'Brien's record at the Breeders' Cup, which has been poor lately? 
and have deep confidence in these? Is he doing anything different, in your opinion? Uh, I, 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 can't, I can only answer this by looking at the two specific horses in question and how, they, how they've ran and what the plans are for those horses. And there seems to be long-term plans for them. Uh, long-term sire plan and a filly that will go into the paddocks at some point. Uh, and I think this is I think this is their best filly, and their best and their best their best colt is, is being yeah. is being kept behind. I think, but maybe Victoria Road can step up and give uh, you know uh, Augustine uh, Rodina <clears throat> something to think about next year. But but this okay. is not fun. We'll see. The proof will be in the pudding. But yes, you know I like Victoria Road a lot. Um, okay. And, okay. Let, let's go on to another European. I think superstar is fair to say. Let's go on to Saturday's races now. Again, there are four races we're going to talk about on Saturday. The first one we're going to talk about is the turf sprint. And there is a five-year-old mare that is absolutely on fire right now. She's won three in a row. She's won five of her last six. The name of this horse is Highfield Princess. Many smart people I know, Davey, think this horse can give Golden Pal a serious run for his money. Talk about Highfield Princess. Well, I mean, again, I, I'm I'm not against Highfield Princess, I, I, but I wouldn't bet her at the price in a sprint okay. race. For a what start. price do you have over there right now in Highfield Princess, uh, Davy? She's two. She's two to one along with Golden Pal. I mean, they're wow. both okay. they're both floating at that area. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which means there's value everywhere else. Yes. Uh, 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 and like like with an earlier example, I mean, I. I, I may ultimately bet Highfield Princess and Golden Golden Pal in a certain scenario because, you know, they may they may seem to be like well that's they're the best horses but you have to look for the value first right I mean um, for sure I'm going to get up by the Flying Five race as we talk yeah, so go ahead yeah that's yes go that's, that's the that's the Irish race I mean yeah one one point of concern is that the horses come through the ranks. So it's that fairy tale thing where it was maybe bought for cheap and it, you know, wasn't expected to be anything and then just kept improving. And and it's really one of those cases of, you know, when do you get on the bandwagon? You know, <laughs> you know, are you are you yeah. the guy that jumps on the bandwagon that causes the axle to break? You know, you don't want to be that guy. Right. You know, so and 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 for me, I wasn't on the bandwagon. And I'm not going about to get on now. So, I mean, maybe that's but that's wow. a bad reflection. On me, okay. when maybe it's the best horse, but you know, interesting. I, be I believe so in the. So it's just more of a value situation for you, is that? Yeah, I believe in a bridge too far, particularly in turf sprints when when horses can get boxed away, tight turning bend, a bad draw. You know, what do they do about that? You know, the best Australia, the best sprinter in the world, in the richest race in the world, the Everest last week, drew the car park, and it yeah. ran out of gas. It ran out of gas for fifty meters to go and lost. You know, and uh, you know, nature's the flying five. She just dominated. I mean, dominated. You know, yeah, it, it, it's hard for me to say because sometimes the video replays. Sorry, I don't want to, the video yeah. replays can be a bit, you know, deceiving. I think, but if you go just by the time form numbers, Davy, you see yeah. one twenty five and one twenty six. Those numbers are are right on par uh, with Golden Pal. So if you go off of that, you see Golden Pal. Is running, you know, anywhere between 100, 110, 106. If you subtract 20 points from Highfield Princess, in theory, the source is just as fast as Golden Pal. There's yeah. still a part of it that is hard for me to believe that, though, Davey. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, you're into others. You like creative force a little bit also, don't you? Yeah, I think at the value. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there, there's value, but, you know, the, for example, there's, let's just get a couple out of the way first. Okay. Floaters, 40 to 1. Gobers, go 25 to 1. They may be value, but they're not going to win. Okay. You know? Uh, but there are two horses that are value, uh, Emirati Anna 16 to 1 and Creative Force 11 to 1. Now, you have to remember the Appleby quote from earlier that I referenced. If he said there are, that there are, that there are, you know, what he said about his two-year-olds, it follows that he has no questions about the balance of his runners. That means in the turf sprint, in the mile, and in the turf itself, you know, he feels he has horses buttoned down or as good as they can be. So, and that puts you, that gives you two options, creative force and naval crown. And cr creative force is the, is the better horse. It will get Buick probably. Naval crown is flattened out. Okay. So at 11 to one, that's the horse I've played already. Uh, I, and I think in the British market, that will tighten. I'm not sure what it will do on the day in the States. It has to tighten as well. Surely an Appleby with Buick riding it, it has to go off less than, less than 10 to one, I'm sure regardless of Wesley Ward and home turf and all the rest of it. Now, Dave, you, you already mentioned that, you know, with, you know, you, with the O'Briens, you weren't overly concerned whether Ryan Moore jumps on Victoria Road or not. With the yeah. Charles Appleby horses for people at home, it's yeah. very important to understand that William Buick is, you know, first call for the booking. I yeah. personally, would, I'm going to upgrade horses that William Buick is on when there's yeah. more than one Appleby in the race. Would you agree with that? Definitely agree. With, definitely agree with that. Okay. Uh, uh, Doyle had an injury earlier uh, earlier in the summer. Uh, you know, he seems to be fine now. But you know, these things can impact impact you know ride, riders, and you don't really notice it. Okay. It, and as know. I go full screen, you know, Creative Force ran very well against Ken Ross, who's running in the mile. Um, right. He's been right there. This horse does have a lot of speed, and I'm yeah. not sure based on the pace scenario with Golden Pal. I mean, I don't know if Creative Force can battle with Golden Pal and out duel him from a Pure pace perspective, Davey. That's my only concern. Yeah, but you've got someone like William Buick who knows who who knows when to push the button and not yeah. to. I mean, you know, and that's okay. a huge difference. You know, I really am a jockey person. You know, in terms of the in terms of my angles and you know, and uh, I, I think when we get to the last race, the actual turf, I have another an, another angle I will get to on the oh, jockey. Oh, good. I'd like to hear. Can quickly yeah, talk yeah. about. I remember last year at this time, Davey, we talked about Amaradiana. Uh, yeah. raced in, you can see there in the middle of the screen, I'll go full yeah. screen, in the middle, yeah. did run in the Breeders' Cup turf yeah. sprint. I thought he was a little disappointing. I don't recall yeah. that he had any issue. I don't think there was any trouble in the race. That was right. at Zenny. Um, yeah. He's raced okay. Do you think maybe he's getting back into form? He's already I six I think years he old. I mean, I he was know. horrible beyond belief when it returned yeah. in the spring. He ran in two races at Maydan, if I remember. Yes. And was literally was running backwards. I mean, it was terrible. <laughs> I mean, you have to remember who the owner is. I mean, the owner is Sheikh Mohammed's cousin. I mean, this is the the guy. The the colours with the uh, the yellow and the black dots. I mean, that's the Dubai royal fa ruling family. You know. Okay. So so he wanted the horse in Maidan probably. So the horse went to Maidan, and then the horse sort of picked up in the summer, and has gone through the motions and didn't really turn up. But in the two big Group One races in the late summer, early autumn, namely the Nunthorpe in York. And then the Haydock Sprint Cup, the horse was placed. So, you know, the horse is in the top top three both times. I forget exactly. Second and third, I think. Yes. Third in the Nunthorpe, second in the Sprint Cup, something like this. So, yes. so that horse is, uh, you've got the record right there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, third in the ninth rope and then second in the Haydock. Yeah. Right, right, right. So that that you know that's form. You know that's sprint form. So yeah. it's rounding into something. So if it's coming back into form, and uh, yeah, at sixteen to one, along with Creative Force, those are the two. Those are the two horses you want to play. I mean, okay. all right, if you want to do a super factor, you put your you put your Highfield Princess, <laughs> your Golden Pal, and those two into the hopper, and you and you're done, aren't you? Right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Emiratiana could be inching horse underneath. Uh, yeah. In the verticals for sure. Right. For sure. Okay. Uh, so, 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 so that, but the, we got to watch for the jockey booking because that Sini was was the retained rider for this for this owner for about eight years, and they parted company. So, who gets the ride? Uh, I'm not sure. To, maybe Tatori. I'm not sure he has a, a ride in. We'll see. But but they'll be interesting to see who Kevin Ryan books for the race. That'll be very very interesting. Uh, Okay. And, and the gate. So watch for that carefully. Very interesting. All right, Davey. Uh, we've done a great job. We're about uh, you know halfway through our show. We're actually a little more than halfway. I'll give you a little break from talking. Uh, uh, I've got my water here. So we've got a lot to discuss here, Davey. You've done a great job. Again, for those of you who just joined the show, we are here with uh, – uh, he, he, the I, I would say self-proclaimed UK punter, but – now he likes betting Australia and Hong Kong for yeah, So yeah. anyway, let's just say punter from UK. Let's just put it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah. from Liverpool. He's live with us right now as we're filming here at 5 o'clock Chicago time. Is it 10 or 11 there, Dave? Uh, it's uh, 11. 11. 11 o'clock. He he's working, I think, late tomorrow. He has to get late, I think he said. So he's. Uh, we're very happy to have Davey Lane uh, yeah, with no. us. All right, Davey, no. the Philly and Meriturf, this right. is a race – that I am fascinated with. I think in my, my personal opinion, I'd love to hear what you have to say. I think in terms of the contingent coming over from Europe, I think in, as a whole, the mm. best horses are in this race. In other words, if you put all the Euros together, they're the best horses in one particular race. For me, it's a Philly and Maris, uh, turf. Yeah. You've got Nashua, you have Tuesday above the curve. Th these are some very nice horses running. Let me go ahead and flip over the classic uh, winners, Howard. Classic winners. You got the French. You got the French Peter Dayan, the French Oaks, and you got the and the the Oaks. Uh, what yeah. they call the Oaks. Who would you uh, like to uh, talk yeah. about first, Davey? Well, um, let let le, le, let me throw. I, I mean, I found it very difficult to come up with. I, I haven't bet this race at all yet because I I, okay. I, I, I can't fathom it out. Um, you know, there's cutbacks, there's three-year-olds, there's five-year-olds, classic yeah. form. It's, it's there's a lot going on. You know, the wires <laughs> it's like a telephone thing, and wires everywhere. You know, you know. But really, Baby, that's not... why you're here. You're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to say, yeah. "Howard, I've got the winner. It is this." Yeah. 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 Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing, I, 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 and maybe this this feeds onto something your esteemed man from Lynn, Massachusetts, uh, Mr. Paul, said last night about yes, Paul Halloran. Yeah. Well, shout out uh, to Paul Halloran. Shout out to Paul. Frankie Dottori is booked to ride the Queen's Plate winner. We're talking about Euro jockeys now, so I'll just I'll just make a quick aside because he's you asked me on Euros and Frankie's yes. a Euro. Now he's booked, and that's been booked that's been booked for a while. Now it only lost its most recent race because of a bad ride, and so that's think, yes. yeah, I think it will improve. Now one thing you have to be aware of is that Frankie Dottori, I think he's currently in Australia. I think he's going to be riding in S Sydney on Saturday, and then hopefully really? maybe he'll get a Melbourne Cup ride. So. Okay. He's already out there, but wow. he's dieting to make this race. His lowest racing weight in the last X amount of years is eight stone eight or 120 pounds. Now that's what Moira has. So that that's noteworthy. When, you know, when a top jockey, you know, 
who are ideally would rather be riding like three, four, five, six pounds higher than that, you know, put starts drinking the 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 shakes and you know and what have you and the you know the the slurpees or whatever it is they they drink you know but this <laughs> you know this this, this is nowhere slurpees over there I didn't know yeah, that. I, I, I've seen I've seen them yeah oh, so okay. Uh, <laughs> okay so so that's what you have to that's what you have that's that I found that interesting so we'll we'll see about that that's currently 20, 20 to one now uh, um let's let's go through, let's go through the race from the top if if you can if you want to it's um, in the alphabetical order, Davey. Let's go, yeah. Out, above the curve, right? Right. She showed she could match Nashua, right? In the in that last race at the yep. uh, the Longchamp, right? Yes. Um, but this is a this is a, a half a furlong cutback. Yeah. Probably a slightly faster track. Well, much probably be, that was very soft that day. So probably a much faster track. So I like the horse above the curve, but I think it just gets it just gets run off its feet a little bit and you know, it, it 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 seems to me that it could stay two or three furlongs more. So it's got it's got that sort of unlucky fourth or fifth feeling about it. So I like the horse a lot. You know, gutsy and all the rest of it. But you know, we're going to bring, bring up the end of that race, Davey, because there's a lot of horses that are coming uh, yeah. here. Let me go ahead and fast forward, and I'll help people with. Let me, let me go a little further. You see, it was very soft that day, yeah, and yeah, I'm, yeah. let me go. Let me go to the stretch. Uh, I'm gonna bring it a little more forward. Sorry, everyone here. Yeah, yeah okay. Right here now. <laughs> up, I got so Tuesday is in pink. I think this is Tuesday right here uh, above the curve, uh, and Nashua in this race. Nashua's gonna run, run. I think right here is above the curve, and Nashua. Is going Correct, to win yeah. the race? I think right here. We'll well, well, Nashua doesn't win the race. Nashua finishes second. She went to. Oh, early. I'm sorry. Uh, Nashua's right here. Uh, gets run over by that long shot. Here's the long Tuesday. Shot. The, the, here's the, the curve. Go ahead. They're all right yeah, here. The, yeah, the sponsor from Qatar with Mikhail Barcelona yes. riding comes and takes nabs her on the line. I mean, Nashua probably didn't want to lead, but she just the, she, the horse just got into into a rhythm, and Holly Doyle kept going yeah. with it. So I got again one more time. This is this is Nashua, who I but, think is going to be the favorite. This yeah. is Tuesday, get, and here's above the curve. I'll let it run one more time. If you go back just a little bit, if you if you go I'll back go just back. a little, bit, yeah, go back just a little bit because above the curve looks cooked at a certain point. Yeah, just yeah. just follow the race up. Above it, the curve is like in between, right? Yeah, here it's right there. Yeah. Is. And there's a certain point, maybe it gets a second a second win, but there's a certain point when you say to yourself, well, that horse is cooked. And then it just keeps coming. Right now, right now it looks cooked to me. See it bobbling up and down behind right the here, pink? Yeah, yeah. It looks cooked. But it gets the open space and it sees daylight and it says, well, let's carry on with this, you know? And then it keeps coming and coming and it's grinding away. But you still I want to stop it here, Davey. And the reason yeah. why is you see the time here at the top. This is approximately where the race would be over in the British Cup field in Turk. And I'm not yeah. saying they would finish this way. I just want to point out yeah. to the viewers that this race we're watching, uh, the, the Prix de l'Opera, which is the premier, you know, older Philly and Mare race in Europe yeah. uh, from Longchamp. This race is longer than the race. Uh, this is a mile and a half. It's a yeah. much longer than the race at the Breeders' Cup. So if this were the Breeders' Cup race, it would be over. And Nashua, in theory, would win. Of course, that's just theoretical. Go ahead, David. Yeah, it's not. It's not a mile and a half though. The Prix de Diane, is it? Is it, is it didn't they reduce? Oh, this that? is the Prix de la Opera, I believe. Oh yes, that's the Opera Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. Of course, that's yeah, okay. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, above yeah. the curve was grindy. Nashville had to leave, and Tuesday uh, gave it up. This was also yeah, yeah. very soft turf, Davey. Yeah, and yeah, as yeah. I go back to the uh, PPs here, above the curve looks like once soft. I'm not sure she's going to get it. So you're a little bit against above the curve. Is that right? I, I, I like it. And, you know, in days past, I would have bet the horse based on liking it. But I, th I think it'll be run off its feet. And, you know, I think... I think the further she, the further the race goes, the better it would be. But it's not going to be long enough. And okay. I think the faster horse doesn't. It, yeah. Let's talk about Nashua. Yeah, I mean, this is the this is the this is the horse that showed the speed. There are no knocks against this horse. It showed the early speed. It maintained. It got in a battle. It fought. It probably, if it was, if it had seen, if it had seen the Qatar horse there coming, it might have even battled yeah. on further. But you know, this is why you have good jockeys. Barcelona knows. You know these good jockeys know where to hide. You know they know that they know horses look at each other and they know where to sneak it in. You know this is part of the game too. You know. And, Who do you um, think will ride this horse, Davey? Any guess? Nashua. Yes. Yeah, Holly Doyle. Yeah, Holly Doyle's coming. Okay. And okay. she's already gone to Japan, so I mean, she'll okay. be flying back from Japan at some point. Um, I, um, I hope Holly Doyle has this horse up close because in Italian is a nice horse for Chad Brown. Yeah. That's been very good in, in raging form and looks like we'll have the lead. And what I like about Nashua and what I don't necessarily like about an Italian is that I think Nashua won't be that far off of an Italian. I think yeah. I think Holly Doyle is going to put this horse in the right spot. And I, I think this horse is just much better than an Italian going this distance. So I'm hoping if you back Nashua, you want this horse relatively close to the lead. Correct, Davey? You do. And, and uh okay. Yeah, uh, uh, but it, you don't want it. You don't want it on the lead. You know, you don't want it making right. the pace because that's where it failed in the opera in Longchamp. Um, thoughts uh, on Tuesday and Dream Loper, Davy. Yeah, uh, and one quick mention for Saffron Beach, which was uh, scratched about two or three hours ago. Which, yeah, Saffron which Beach been, is out. Correct. Which could have been a contender, and as yeah. a result of that, Nash Nashua is now fifteen to eight. You know, mm. so the, it may not nice. have taken money, but the bookies have cut the price. From five to two to to fifteen to eight because Saffron Beach, which was roughly nine to two, five to one, was was scrapped. Okay, okay. all right. So Tuesday, eight to one, uh, rough rough price around now. I mean, I don't know what to do with this horse. I mean, <laughs> um, it was the Oaks winner, but I thought that just because it got a better ride. The Emily Upjohn form is Frank from Champions Day. Uh, it's only a length behind Alpinista at York. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. things where you can say, yeah. You know, this this could be the winner. It's possible she can win, but I don't know. I mean, I think in in the last what well, I don't know, ten years, there's been a couple of score of better O'Brien fillies and mares gone through the gone through the mix than this one. I think I I don't know. Yeah, I think I think uh, found found did found win years ago. I yeah, believe, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's plenty rhododendron. There's a lot. There's a lot yeah. of them that have gone through the gone through the system, and I think they're better than Tuesday. She may have won an oak. So okay. Um, yeah, there's also I mean, there's also a, a horse called Toy that I'm not too familiar with. Um, yeah, Toy. This, up, Toy is a, he's a, this horse is an up and comer. I don't know if she's good enough, but she's improving. She, well, she no? they, they she's sneaky. She's a little pocket rocket type of horse. Yes, uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, but I mean, it, it was there or thereabouts, and I think they tried to give it an easy classic win by taking it to Germany for the German Oaks late in the season. Okay. And it got a, it just didn't work out. It finished mid pack, no. and the horse that won it, the Australian-owned horse, subsequently came over to Belmont, 
and lost by about a length and a half, two lengths to McCulloch. So, you know, Toy to me is a plucky little thing that's, you know, sneaky perhaps underneath, but mm, not not really. I mean, it's, you know, okay. if, if it's a couple of bucks short of, uh, what was the horse called that lost at the, uh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, Toscana Bell, if it's, if it's, if it's short of that and, to and Toscana Bell lost to McCulloch and McCulloch is a length or two behind some of these. So, you okay. know, you can, you can project that out. So it's, it's on the form there, Dave, if you can see. So Toscana Bell right here, you're saying right. uh, came over, that's right, came over the States and lost to McCulloch, who also right. just lost recently. So if you play, listen, Dave, I'm a math teacher. Sometimes the transitive property doesn't yeah. work out real well where horse A beats B and yeah, B yeah, beats yeah. C, therefore yeah. A is better. Sometimes that doesn't always work out, but it is good for comparison purposes. Yeah. Uh, is there any, can you talk about Dream Wolper and then we're going to move on, Davey? Uh, Dream Loper is going to go in the mile, isn't it? Uh, I have Dream Loper. Uh, I had first call in this race. I could be wrong, though. Maybe I'm wrong. Is Dream Loper yeah, going think, in the mile? Okay. I, I, I could be first, wrong. I think first call is the mile. Is he? Okay. Uh, My fault. Yeah. If, that, if that's true, I apologize. Okay. Uh, right. let's, let's move on then, Davey. We got two more races to talk about. Uh, the mile. Speaking of the mile, well, let's go right to the mile here. Um, we're, we're doing great with our timing here. Let me go ahead and switch over some screens here. The yeah. British Cup Mile um, is always a great race, and there's usually some very serious Europeans in this race. Yeah. I'm fascinated here what you think of modern games. Modern games, of course, had that controversial win last year at Del Mar with the whole nonsense with the betting issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She came over here and won the Woodbine Mile. Um, up in Canada and was absolutely unbelievable. Let me go full screen here. Was absolutely unbelievable. Then right. you could say she took a step back. I'm curious to hear what you think of the last race when she raced against um, uh, Jadumi, who's not here, and lost to Bayside Boy, who, as you said, breaking moves. Bayside Boy is not coming now to the state. So uh, the, the the second, excuse me, the first and third place finishers that were bracketed modern games are not coming here. So basically to me, it looks like it's either Kinross or modern games in terms of the euros. What's your thought here in the mile? Yeah, the, yeah, those are the two obvious ones. And I think modern games are superior than Kinross. I mean, Kinross has really made its name as the six furlong horse, the soft ground and what have you. In theory, it's a king man. In theory, it should be a miler, you know? Uh, and maybe this is the day it steps out. I'm torn. The connections is the Hong Kong-based connection. I think Mark Chan is the name. They had Lazoo uh, as a possibility for the Breeders' Cup, but same trainer, and, but put that away. So, so that that not the type. They're not the type maybe to come over for for a jolly. You know, this is you know they're probably serious by putting this horse in here. You're talking uh, about Kinross, right, Davey? Yeah, talking about okay. Kinross. So yeah, okay. they're, you, know, they're, they're, you know they're probably serious. Although I'm not sure. I'm not sure it gets the mile. But then again, you know. A mile around the states in a in a you know a sort of shorter turning track and sure. you know they say the six seven furlong horses in the UK can get that I I don't know I think modern games is a superior horse and um, and and with the supposedly better ground that we might get you know yes. we'll take all the beating uh, but what are the prices out now in the market what does it look like right now Davey? Well, with Bayside Boy was eight to one, and that's been scratched. That means Modern Games got cut from five to two to nine to four. 
Kinross down from three to one to five to two, and they and they've been flipping. At one point, Kinross was was a favourite, but I think modern games has tightened. At least when I last looked, anyway. So, okay. Uh, what, what what's what what is value to you on modern games uh, on the board in terms of price? I think I, I, I for me anything yeah, for anything personally. above two to one nine to four is like an optimal price. I think. I mean, that's a betting okay. price. Yeah. Uh, so at, but, at, at, at two to one or five to two, you would you'd be all over modern games. Is that correct? Five to yeah, two. I, I I would be, uh, but this is the mile. But looking at looking at its looking at its opposition, Older Australia, Pogo, Malavat, Dream Loper. I mean, it's clearly one, two, three, four. It's that's five horses it beats for a start. You know that. So that only yeah. leaves what you know that only leaves uh you know ten ten Americans to to play with, right? Yeah. So, yes. So uh, uh, of those, I mean, you know, five of them have to be uh, scrubbers of one kind or another. So, you know, so I'm down to a six horse race. So, yeah, nine to four. OK. Hey, but, you know, before we talk about Dream Loper, I, I'm not going to go back. Just real quick yeah. thoughts in the mile on yeah. uh, Via Sistina. I thought that horse was slightly interesting. Any thoughts on, on, on Via Sistina in the mile? Yeah. She, she's not going in the mile. She's in the uh, Philly and Murph. Oh, I'm sorry, the Fillymer Turf. Sorry, any thoughts on yeah, the yeah. Fillymer Turf? Excuse me. Yeah, I discounted these uh, buoy horses last year, but I, a second in a Group Three, uh, I don't think that's okay. the best form. I don't think she's winning it. No. Okay. So thanks. I, I'm, I'm surprised hell. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's close out our mile conversation with Dreamloper, uh, Davy. Yeah. Who well, Dream last time beat Order of Australia by five in the Revenant, which Order of Australia is is going to be in this race. I don't think uh, he's much of a threat. Unfortunately, a really talented horse called, called Corobus got hurt yes, and, yeah. and fell, and I'm not going to show the replay, obviously, but was yeah. was uh, had to be put down, unfortunately. Yeah. And that was the yeah. heavy favorite in that race. I don't want to take yeah. anything away from Dream Loper, but it's hard to say that that result would have been the same had, no. you know, if Corobus hadn't uh, fell. No, it, w- it wouldn't be a Group 1 winner in, in, in Longchamp if Corobus hadn't have had that mishap. Yeah. How talented <laughs> is this horse? Dream Loper. Uh, I think it's a group two horse that got got that got you know that got a group one win because okay. of a, a horrible accident and I, I discounted it completely. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, you'd be. Uh, I know we're not going to handicap the race in general, but as you see it, um, you'd be pretty surprised if if uh, Ken Ross or Mon Games does not win that race. Would that be fair to say? Well, I, I'd have to really. I haven't gone deep on the American horses yet, and but the mile is a strong year contingent. I guess what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. The the mile is always a difficult race because you know the, the yeah. you know the horses get tied in and and what have sure. you. But I I, I I I I would be surprised if any. I it doesn't seem a strong mile for American horses this year. No, at all, it's, so. it's although there is a very talented horse called Domestic Spending for Chad Brown that's coming back off a year. Oh, right, off. right. Davey, I don't right, know if you heard right. about this horse, but. He's fascinating. Yeah. If he's ready, he could be a threat. Yeah. All right, Dave, yeah, I, 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 I've, I've been waiting all show. The horse is a long layoff, by the way. I mean, you know, they can come back fresh and win. I mean, no, I'm not, I would look at that, yeah. Dave, I've been waiting all show for right now. The reason is because I'm playing a big contest called the BCBC. I know you're familiar with right. it. A lot of people in the BCBC are going to be playing big doubles on right. the turf into flight line or into the classic pride flight line. Davey, yeah. I've looked at this at, the, at, at this uh, Breeders' Cup turf for like a good hour, and I really yeah. don't know what to do. And I feel like yeah. I'm pretty well-versed and educated with these horses. Yeah. 
Let me yeah. just preface how I feel, and then I'll let you take it over okay. for the next 12 minutes, okay? All right. You've got the you've got the trial Abbey horses. You got Rebels Romance and Nation's Pride. Rebels Romance has been winning in Germany. That now he's been winning group ones, but it's been in Germany. Nation's Pride is a nice three-year-old, but you know what, Davey? Hit, um, just by the figures, this horse is slow. I mean, I don't know how to say it any other way. Maybe he's yeah. going to improve, but he seems a little slow. Broom, I Broom for Aiden doesn't do much for me. Stone Age, ah, maybe for Aiden, I don't know. And then you got Mishrif, my son, who won last year for me uh, in Saudi, and who's a really nice horse, but I, I think he's tailing off, and I don't know if a mile and a half is the best distance. I'll, let me just say, in general, Davey, I have no freaking clue what to do in this race, because my, then you go to who Warlike Goddess for the for United States, who I don't know if she's good enough. I, I am torn, Davey. Help me. I just don't know what to do here. All right. Well, I've focused on five euros, okay? All right. All right here so we go. I'll, you got it, sir. I'll, I'll go through them from the top. Uh, All right. Broom, Broom is a vanity entry for the Japanese. It's already It already came second last year. Got a good heads-up ride from Irad Ortiz. Um, you know, could it win another? Could it get close in a week? Another week renewal? That's possible, but you know, maybe take insurance with it. But it's not for me. Okay. Uh, so, uh, and the other vanity play, I'll just jump back down, is Stone Age. Now, Stone Age is uh, seemingly a promising horse owned by Peter Brandt. Yeah, what? Yeah, O'Brien trains for for his for his guys, his Coolmore guys, and there's various owners. You know, the Magnias and all these people. And occasionally you get some sort of, uh, you know, gazillionaire from someplace like uh, it's, there was a South African, what was his name? Juiced about Marcus Juiced, the furniture owning guy about five years yeah. ago that had a bunch of horses. And yeah. now there's these Japanese guys that throw a bunch of horses and Peter Brandt throwing a bunch of horses at O'Brien. And they and occasionally they, they run with them, but they're often not necessarily the best. It's usually their best. They're usually their like, you know, core ownership. Uh, and Stone Age just completely went, went nowhere. I mean, he's. He's on a one-way ticket probably to Chad Brown after this race, and he'll he'll run in like group threes in Tampa Bay or something like this after this, you know. So wow. So he's he, he's oh he, my goodness. Wait, Stonehenge has not been that far off a of nation's pride though, Davey. Yeah, but so he, he he's a scrubber, and let me get to nation's okay. pride then if, if you want. I mean, well, you real, know, real quick, Davey, just for our viewers at home, I do want to yeah. show Stone Age uh, towards the uh, in a race. Uh, this was up. Oh, that's not the race I want at all. Hold on one second here. Um, Hold on one second. Sorry. Oh, they had the wrong race up on, of course. Okay, forget. I was going to show Stone Age um, in, in the Irish champion stake. Let me just bring up the form, and you can talk right. a little bit. I'm going to bring up right here. Stone Age yeah. uh, was right, really not that far off of Baybridge and Ada and Adayar. And I think Adayar, yeah. personally, Davey, Adayar, if, if he came here, would have been eight to five odds on, in my yeah. opinion. I yeah. think Adayar yeah. would have been a standout. Um, and, and Stone Age doesn't look like the distance is going to suit. Is that is that fair to say? Um, or you just yeah. don't think he's talented enough anyway? He's just not good enough. I don't think he's good enough. No, okay. I think they. I mean, I was a, I was a believer back in like April, you know. Okay, <laughs> but well, you know, this you was like the potential derby. With it. This was the favorite for the derby back in around April or May. You know, this sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. So. And it's so it's done like nothing. Talk, let's talk some horses you fancy here. Well, I mean, uh, let, I mean, let's uh, let's go back to what we said earlier about Charlie Appleby's comments. So he he likes sure. his horses. Well, yes. You know, he, he likes his main contenders, not the two year olds. Okay. So 
you know, so nation's pride, impressive stateside, but what what does he really beat? So it's a, it's a classic flat track bully situation, isn't it? Really, you know. Uh, um, but you know, maybe this is a weak race and it can do better. Um, now, let's go on to Rebels Romance. Uh, I'll give you three. I'll give you three names to uh, come back at you for the comment you made about oh, it was in Germany. Uh, novelist, Daydream, Takata Tassa. You know, yeah, three three major Group One powerhouse horses from Germany. I mean, I I I would under you underestimate German form at your peril, in my in my opinion. Okay. So uh, I think watching Rebels Romance in those German races. Um, Ironically, if the second horse in either of those two races that Rebels Romance won was actually running in this race, I'd be playing. The, I'd be playing the German horse. But you're talking Merrick and Samarco, correct? Yeah, yeah, but 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 they're not they're not entered. Okay. But, but the winning winning moves in both both races were made by two on point jockeys, Buick and James Doyle, particularly Buick. In the Rebels Romance race, he I think this was at um, uh, at Hop at Hoppy Garden. Hopping he made Garden, a yeah. very yeah he made a very in Berlin he made a very depth move up the inside. Yes, when it looked like he could have been in trouble. Uh, and again, it's about by doing so, he put his horse out of sight of what he deemed to be the biggest danger, who at the time was going wider, and uh, and it paid off, and he won the race. So. I think what you have to look at is who does Buick ride? And I yeah. would bet dollars to donuts that Buick will choose Rebels Romance. I mean, really? Shit, I, could be, I, I could be wrong about that, but that's that's my instinct. Yeah, we, now, talked, we talked about this last night because Buick came to the States here on the Saratoga Derby Invitational and rode yeah. Nation's Pride. So yeah. I, I said last night on my show, Davey, that whoever Buick jumps on is probably the horse that 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 I would bet uh, in in the turf. Yeah. Do you do you feel yeah. that way right now? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the real okay. that's the real question. So, uh, yeah, and I think he'll pick Rebels Romance. Now, does that mean he's going to win? I don't know, but that puts the, you know that that gives the horse the best possible chance. That's what um, people are saying in the chat. We got Chris back. I'm sorry to everyone. I haven't been mentioning a lot of yeah. people in the chat. I apologize. But Chris Mack wants to see where Buick goes. Dewey Fan wants to know where Buick goes. Uh, Dewey Fan actually thinks. Buick's going to pick Nation's Pride. If Buick picks Nation's Pride, Davey, would that be your top yeah. pick? Uh, no. No. Okay, so you're you're a Rebels Romance guy all the way. Um, with those two, with the Applebee's. With those two, I think it's a. I think I, I think it's a be better horse. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, Nation's Let's... Pride finished eighth in a Derby. I mean, it's still you know eighth in a Derby. Uh, you know, down okay. the field. Okay. Uh, and then he went to the states and beat easy and won easy races. So I, I yeah, you know, that's, I, uh, yeah. So do you, I had this question before we talk about Mishra Davy. To me, yeah, this is a very important really question. Yeah. Nation's Pride Davy looks a little bit like a beer 2.0, right? That three-year-old yeah. who went to the yeah. states and improved. My yeah. gut feeling, and I don't know how you feel, but a lot of smart handicappers over here in the states feel the way that I do a little bit. Is that Nation's Pride is just a cut below Yabira last year? Would you agree with that, yeah. or is it just too yeah. hard to say? Okay, definitely a cut below, and and okay. Yabira was a bit. Yabira was lucky. He was lucky. He was only having to take take only had to overtake Broom. You know what I mean? Yeah. So well, this this Breeders' Cup turf is nothing 
to, you know, nothing special either, really. Um, Mishra, yeah. Davey, what, what do we do with this outstanding um, five-year-old who's had an unbelievable career, 15.8 million? I think the, the Arc de Triomphe, I think we can toss out. It was very yeah. soft. He doesn't yeah. want that. He is getting yeah. more firm turf next weekend, yeah. but he mm-hmm. has not won, uh, you know, since the Judmont International last year. I'm not sure a mile and a half is his best distance. What do you see yeah, from this he, uh, next but week? But he's, he's won over a mile and a half, and he's won good races yeah. over a mile and a half. I mean, and his – all right, his form is patchy this year, but his second in, what was it, July to Verdani uh, in, yeah. the, in the Eclipse. I mean, he, he right. pretty native much would have won. Beat native Trail, and then, you know, was second yeah. by Eid in the Judmont. I mean, was – I was the champions with only two links back to Luxembourg. Fourth, yeah, yeah. So, I mean – yeah, I mean, in theory, he's he's staring you right in the face, you know, just because he's not nineteen to one, and just because he's a bit older and so on. He's a classic winner. He's sure. won. He's won the big, big races on dirt. You know, he's come back to turf. He's 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 basically won that race that against Fadani, which was the best ten. What's it? Uh, ten furlong horse, twelve furlong. What? You know, I mean, yeah. he's he's right there. You know, so okay, he, he's the eight hundred pound gorilla staring you in the face. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, yeah. So, so David, for you, it's either rep, rep, give me your top three choices of the Euros in the turf, please. Okay, well, that would be Mishrif Rebels Romance. Uh, I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the others getting anywhere in the place, and then underneath there'd be, wow. there'd be something else. So, you like you know, Mishrif over Rebels Romance, David, as your top choice? I, I, I really can't split them, you know. I, okay. I, I haven't chosen one or the other one. What I'm saying is that I, I think Rebels Romance has the edge on Nation's Pride, uh, and I, I, I and I'm not sure about versus Mishrif. Wow. Uh, I, and that will really come down to what Jatori and Buick. If if Buick's riding Rebels Romance and Jatori's on Mishrif, I mean, you know, it's a game of two great jockeys, then, isn't it? You know, Jatori uh, hasn't been on Mishrif, I don't believe. I'm looking at the people. Well, he's the, he's, he rides for Gosden, and, and the stable jockey for the for the Saudi owned horse was was had his uh, job taken away, Egan, the kid who won yes. him in Right. So I assume Dottori's going to ride the horse. I mean, who else is going to ride the horse? I mean, wow. he works now, for God. What a story. What a, what a, is this Mishra's last race, do you know, Davey? Probably. I mean, but they might bring him back for one more go in the Saudi Cup. I mean, who knows what these guys are thinking? Okay. I, I don't know. Or maybe to Hong, I don't he's know been invited to Hong Kong or Japan, too, I believe. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's really interesting. Uh, Davey, as we wrap up the show here, man, you've been awesome. You've been everything that I'd hoped for. Um, any, we've covered a lot of horses. We've covered a lot of races. Uh, there are seven European, you know, seven turf races the Europeans are going to be in. Just a ballpark yeah. guess, Davey, out of the seven. If you had to go to Las Vegas right now and make a bet, over, under, how many, how many of those seven races we went over are going to be won by Euros, if you would guess? Okay, well, the turf, juvenile turf sprint, one. Uh, okay. The juvenile finals turf, two. Okay. The uh, juvenile turf, three. Uh, the turf sprint, not sure. Okay. Um, we'll say three right now. Yeah, uh, the Philly and uh, turf, four. Okay. Five, six. <laughs> Wow. I'll tell you what, you know, people can come on and say, oh, he's, he's a homer. It's because yeah. he's, you know, lives in Liverpool. Davey, yeah. I, I don't know about six, but it's going to be a lot. The, this is a very yeah. nice uh, European 
contingent. It's 5.06. Okay. I, I have no problem with that. Davey, as we wrap up the show, let me just bring up the banner. Um, anything you want to say to the fans here in the U.S., anything in general about the races? I'm assuming, of course, you'll be betting. Uh, they, 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 they're going to be happening live in the, in the you know, late afternoon yeah. into the you know, evening yeah. uh, over in the yeah. U.K. How much interest would you say there is right now uh, based on what you're hearing and the buzz in the U.K. Uh, for the Breeders' Cup this year? Um, again, I think I answered this question last year. Most most English horse players are more interested in the horses going over fences at this time of year. Shelton, it's the start of their season. Yeah. That's what turns them on. You know, right. they put, they put their tweed coats on and their uh, yeah. and their, and their, uh, you know and they drink their beer and they watch the horses going over the fences and that and that's just what they do in the winter time. Yeah. Now a, a lot more may watch them, but it you know, but. You know that that's just that's just the reality of it. So uh, um, it, it, it's a it's the national hunt. The horses over the fences is a more popular sport than the flat in this yeah, country. No, I I understand it. Last thing I want to say, Davy and Davy, uh, I want to say this publicly. Davy yeah. was very kind and several months ago uh, invited me out to Europe next year at his place and perhaps not only watch some horse racing, maybe watch some golf. Because yeah. the U.S. Open, I'm a big, I'm a golf fan, is in yeah. is in Royal Liverpool, I believe, next year. Yeah. The the yeah. Open Championship, Davy. I want to say publicly, if I can make it happen, I accept your invitation. I'd love to come over there. I've never been over to Europe uh, to watch horse racing, so I'm not making any promises, Davy Lane. Yeah. But thank you very much for the invitation. I'd love to make it happen. Awesome. We've got plenty of time to talk about that, but uh, yeah. that would be that would be quite the treat. I, I can be over in the states anytime soon. Do you see, Davy? Yeah, maybe, but we'll see. My sister's over there, so we'll we'll okay. we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, um, any final thoughts, Davey, for the Breeders' Cup as we wrap it up? Uh, no, I I I I think the uh, there's no there's no bombs. I like I think I've I like Victoria Road as a as a as a as a value play. Uh, I I like um, you know cre the creative force as a value play, but I know it's going to be a tough tough to beat the two hot pots. But there you go. You have to try, and I, I like I like Persian Force also. Um, so you know, but you know, there's three value plays: Persian Force ten to one, Creative Force eleven to one, and um, Victoria Road fourteen to one. There's this there's three value plays. You know, they're not sixty to one, but it's not bad. There you go. You know? Punch at home. There's Davy Lane. Just go to the windows right now and make your plays. Davy, really appreciate. I'm gonna do a 25 pound each way uh, each way treble on on those three I just named, just because uh, once you name them out, you have to like follow up. Can, can you explain like... to the US batters what what type of bet that is, please? A, a treble would be like a, a parlay. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you, you put uh, you know if you put uh, 100 pounds on a horse at even money, then you get you know 200 rolling onto right. the next horse, and that rolls onto the next horse. And so each on. way means they could come in third as well, correct? Correct. So if you do it each way, if they get three places, you get the place parlay, if you will, the place accumulator. Right. So you can cover yourself if you're pretty confident. Of course, you know, they always finish fourth, don't they? You know? <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> but Davey, I, I don't know. You've seen some of my bets over the over the past year. I winning. Uh, I've shared a few winning ones with you. So I mean, you've yeah. seen me. You've and, seen me and hit. some of those horses are on, on, on horse on some of those bets are on horses we've touted or tipped out on the power picks, which I sort of promoted earlier, Davey. So thank you for right. your uh, support yeah. and thank you for your confidence yeah. in 
and myself and the other hosts on the HHH Racing Podcast because you scored on some of those as well, correct? Yeah, correct. I think what uh, well, I had a nice score with Moira and uh, and uh, well, one of them was in that race. Uh, one of yours was in that. Uh, I'm blocking on the name now, but uh, Patrick Husband's coming up on another one. That was it. Yes. Third in the English Guineas there a few years ago. Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Wakefield. Yeah, God, it's named That's after it. an English rugby team or something. Uh, <laughs> it, it just finished out of the out of the picture in the last race it ran. Fevrova, Fevrova. Oh, Fevrova, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, how that horse, how that horse won, I don't know because the other <laughs> jockey on the other, the other jockey on the other horse celebrated. Did you see that? You I that saw race? that they, the horse thought they won. They did it. It's crazy. Yeah, and I was cursing left, right, and center. <laughs> and, uh, I actually turned off the computer. You know, like I was like, that's ah. done. You know, half an hour later, I came back to see I'd won. You know. Yeah. So there you go, uh, Davey. We really appreciate all the time you spend. All of our viewers uh, cannot thank you enough for giving us all this insight. And again, everyone, take it or leave it. I mean, this is a very experienced handicapper over here, but it's horse racing. That's just his opinion. If you don't like his opinion, that's fine. Then you can bet against those horses or bet with them. Davey, we wish you a ton of success uh, on Breeders' Cup weekend, uh, next weekend, and of course the rest of the year. And then you and I will be in touch, hopefully, for my uh, trip over to Europe. Uh, next yeah. summer. Thanks a lot, Davey. Cool. We yeah. really All appreciate your time. All right, All take care. Bye-bye. stay in the back room after the show ends, yeah? I'm sorry? I'll stay in the back room after the show ends? Yeah, or... real quick. Yeah, real quick. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Davey. All right, take care. Yeah, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Wow. Uh, you want information. This is the information we're going to give you. That was 90 minutes of information about the Euros. I've seen live shows on YouTube and other places where they'll give you, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. We showed replays. Davey Layton had very sound reasoning. Um, I asked him a lot of questions. You just got a lot of information. And there's a lot more great information to come right here on the HHH Racing Podcast. Very quickly, one more time. Here's what's coming up. We have a show on Monday about the post-position draw. And then our big shows are next Tuesday and Wednesday for the Friday and Saturday cards. Uh, We also have a show this evening, Thursday. Um, in about an hour and a half, uh, talking about the Santa Anita races uh, this weekend and the pick five. So, again, we really do appreciate your support. If you have any comments, if you're listening to this or watching this later on as a replay, please put comments below down the video player. And myself and Davey Layton will try to answer as many questions as possible on the Euros. This has been your host, Howard Kravitz for Davey Lane. In Liverpool, England, thanks for watching episode 197 of the HHH Racing Podcast, the European Horse Special for the Breeders' Cup. Good luck with your European horse bets at the Breeders' Cup on Breeders' Cup weekend. Take care, everyone. Have a great night. Bye-bye.